0: That's homethreads.com slash parenting to get your code for 15% off your order. Because great parenting deserves a great home. Home Threads, love where you live. Welcome to the Your Village Podcast, Parenting Beyond Discipline. Your Village is the most comprehensive site for evidence-based parenting classes available on demand. I'm your village founder and your host, Erin Royer. Now today, I'm only gonna have time to answer one question because it's a very in-depth question and I wanna take the time to answer it really well. This is a question from Laura and Laura says, "'Hi, Erin, I've recently been introduced to your podcast "'and I really enjoyed listening and trying to learn "'from what you teach. "'Thank you for all you do. "'I'm wondering if you can offer any advice "'regarding my eight-year-old daughter. She is our oldest child, just turned eight last month, but has always been very smart and capable for her age. I always joke that she could run the house if I let her. Things come easily to her like schoolwork and housework, and she loves her things organized and just so. She really enjoys playing with her younger siblings as long as she is controlling the situation. For example, she likes to play school with them, but she's always the teacher or family, and she's always the mom, etc. Oh boy, I can totally relate to that. My son used to do that all the time. He loved to play school, but he was always the teacher. Okay, back to Laura's question. However, though she has some wonderful qualities, she has always been my hardest child, and I've got six. Wow, Laura, my hat's off to you. (laughs) You have twice as many as I do, and I have trouble keeping up with three. She is very strong-willed and really pushes back doing anything I say. We've had all the classic struggles of Will, potty training, cleaning up after herself, etc. I'm sure I've handled it well and not so well throughout the years, and I've definitely learned. You know what, Laura, we all have. She was doing really well for a while, and I thought we had turned a corner when second grade started. She was very motivated to get her homework finished quickly. I think because she's rewarded with class dojo points by her teacher if she returns it, having been passed off by her dad or me. She has always responded well with other people in authority, school and church teachers, and never really gives them pushback, but at home, she really struggles. Lately, and she's been this way kind of her whole life with bright spots in there at times. When she comes home from school, does her homework, which takes her five or ten minutes because she's quick, and then she basically loafs around the house for a couple of hours until it's almost dinner time, then quickly tried to push through her piano practice and jobs. She has a couple jobs she's responsible for at home, putting away her laundry pile and then some other extra job I'll assign her, like vacuuming or something like picking up a room and they have not been getting done. She knows that once dinner hits, there's really not time to get things done because then we sometimes have a treat and a movie and on to getting ready for bed or stories, etc. I've given up bugging her about doing her work or practice because it does no good and I believe she's very capable and aware of the choice she's making. We've had umpteen conversations about this type of thing, and when she chooses to do it, she will, and no amount of talking will change her mind. Anyway, I'm just wondering if there's anything you recommend trying. We've done the reward chart, but they don't work for more than a day, and I feel, like you say, that she needs to be internally motivated anyway. Sometimes a friend will want to play, and so she will rush home and get everything done quickly so she can go play. Again, she's rushing through things, but she does have a set amount of time she's supposed to practice, so she at least has to do that. And sometimes the work is not done as thoroughly as I would like, but I usually let it go. She also knows that if she hasn't done her work, she won't get dessert, not necessarily as a punishment, but kind of, but more just because I say once you've finished eating, you can spend your time before bed getting your work done instead of eating dessert. She also knows that if she fails to complete a job I ask her to do one day, she'll get an extra one the following day. However, none of this motivates her and she ends up having four extra jobs that aren't done. One other thing I'll mention is that sometimes, like on Saturday morning, she'll decide she wants to clean up the house or a certain room or something so she will put everything just so and then get mad if anyone touches something, even me. For example, I have twin babies and if I grab one of their bottles that she's lined up all nicely, she doesn't like that. She kind of just makes a whiny comment, and that's the extent of her dislike, but this illustrates that she's totally capable of doing the jobs I assign her, as well as her controlling nature. Thank you so much, Laura. Well, Laura, I think your oldest and my oldest are cut from the same cloth. Now, actually, firstborns tend to carry these characteristics more frequently, so she's definitely fulfilling this expectation to its fullest. So first thing is I want you to ask yourself some things just in general, and then every time there is a pushback. And that is, how important is this to me? Or how important is this for her long-term growth, health, and I'm talking physical, emotional, etc., not just her physical health, or her well-being, or other people's well-being. So let's get into the different areas one at a time. So for the jobs, and first I want to say kudos for giving her the jobs. I got some research the other day that said that something like only 35 or 38% of kids are expected to do a job or chores around the house. Now, This is vital to their well-being in many ways. It teaches that everyone pitches in as a family to help run the family, that we are a team. It teaches important life skills. They have to get out of the house and be able to do these things on their own and they need to learn throughout their childhood. I had a great podcast a little while ago on jobs and chores kids should know how to do by age and it was very popular. So it's good to see that so many parents in my audience are seeing that this is an area that is important in raising kids. So I'm guessing that having her do some jobs is important to you because you see the long-term benefit. Now in a minute, I'll get into some different things to consider and try with her, but I wanna continue with the areas of struggle that you mentioned about asking yourself these questions, so with homework. It sounds like she's getting this done now for the most part without pushback, um, but that she goes back and forth, so I'm not quite sure because it sounds like her self-motivation may come and go. Obviously, this is another area that is a must-do. It's a solid habit she needs to learn now so that as she moves on in school and the load gets bigger, she's set up for success and in a good habit. And as we all know, it affects grades, so I'll give a few tips on this as well. Piano practice. My question here is whose idea is the piano lessons or the practice? It sounds like it's not hers, or if it was, she's not enjoying it anymore. My feeling about extra activities is that it should be child-driven, not just so that they're getting the enjoyment, but it does give them an opportunity to master something that comes from an internal motivation to learn it, so they're getting that practice at building internal motivation. They are driven to learn something new and do it for themselves. But also, just as importantly, it relieves the parent from having to nag and push and coerce. Because that's just not fun. We had this back and forth with my oldest and Swim. He loved it for a while, but he burnt out on it. It's a bummer because he's really so talented, but I can't want it for him. He was getting miserable and so was I when it came to getting him to go to practice now he'll still be doing our neighborhood summer swim program and he's doing junior lifeguard this summer these are all his choices I offered them he grabbed them he took them so I'm really happy about that but these are his choices hopefully he'll go back eventually to swimming on a team anyway if you feel like music is important is there another type of lesson that she might like better voice guitar dare I say drums. We have a great free kids drum circle here that we've done a couple times with all different types of drums to try African Caribbean etc. There are some pretty cool instruments out there. So there's lots of options if you feel like you'd like her to still stay in the musical realm. If you feel like you would like her to just pursue something creative or artistic, there's areas outside of music like dance, theater, fine art, cooking, baking, in addition to the music are all options. If you just want her to have an activity as a way to expand her talents and or make friends, ask her what she'd like to do. There are so many options, including sports, leadership or business skills and entrepreneurship, science programs, including computer programming. So many options I'm not even mentioning, but yes, these are all available for younger kids. Now, it depends where you live. If you're in a bigger town or metropolitan area, of course you're going to have a lot more options than you are in a smaller town, but check and see what's out there. You might be surprised. It's really incredible. Now, when my son wanted to quit swimming, I said it was fine, but he had to be in some type of sport. And the reason I said he needed to be in a sport is for him, he's super high energy and he needs to burn that off. So we went through all the available options for his age and he chose volleyball. So to make this area of stress for both of you go away, I would consider other activities and let her choose, either wide open or from an area, like I mentioned, of creative endeavors or musical endeavors. But if she's really not excited about music or other creative pursuits, I recommend just letting her choose from a wide range of an activity that really speaks to her. My guess is, given her personality, that she probably knows exactly what she wants to do, or at least a direction that she would like to look into. Now, when it comes to things like her straightening things out and you need something, this is an area or an opportunity for her to learn. It's great she's straightening up and it's a great strength of hers. Actually, can I borrow her to help me get organized? Okay, seriously. But, you know, just explaining to her that it's great that she helped to get everything organized and that it was really helpful because now you know just where to find the item when you need it. But now you need to use that item. Okay, let's get back to chores, or jobs as I like to call them, because jobs just, just I don't know, it sounds less icky. Kids in this age range are really looking for more independence, so think of some ways you can make her jobs more of a choice, like which jobs to do and when to do them. Now, some have to be done at a specific time or before a specific time, but others can get done anytime, and then you just need to set a deadline. I'm going to get more into the ways to create independence around jobs and also talk about homework and then some tips in general for building cooperation after a word from our sponsor. To me, there is nothing more important than my family's health and well-being. We all know the quality of the air in our home is important. But did you know indoor air quality can be up to 100 times dirtier than outdoor air? I've got to tell you about Puro Air. A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash parenting to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try armoire today. Now that we're back from the break, I'm going to talk about ways to create independence around jobs and also talk about homework and then some tips in general for building cooperation. So for jobs, can you make a list of jobs that she can do and have her pick from that list? Now, for your daughter specifically, it sounds like jobs around organizing might be great for her. Now, in our house, what I've done, my kids have jobs that they do as part of the family and then jobs that they choose from a list. So they have to empty the dishwasher. And this was a battle for us, especially with the oldest. But I put my foot down. It's a job that needs done a lot around the house, almost every day, in fact. It was something he was perfectly capable of doing And so it was one that I insisted that he do at least once a week minimum. When he pushed back, there was a consequence. The consequence was usually that he couldn't do some task that he liked, whether it was go play with a friend or pick out his TV show when it was his day to watch or even have dinner. He needed to complete emptying the dishwasher before he could move on to doing something else. I wasn't going to budge or back down on that one. Now they all take turns emptying the dishwasher and there's no pushback at all as they understand that this is what's expected. As soon as he got over it and realized I was not backing down, he just accepted it. And then when the other two got old enough to do it, they just accepted it as well. And now they all three take turns emptying the dishwasher. So they each end up doing it about twice a week. They also all have to take the trash out once a week. So either the recycling or the trash, they have to do at least one of those once a week. Clear their plates after a meal and clean their rooms once a week. And of course, cleaning up after themselves when they take out their toys or games. Then they get to choose the other chores and these are the ones we pay them for. For us, these are things like cleaning windows, cleaning door jams, doorknobs, and light switches, also walls, taking out additional trash. So if they take out the trash more than once, they get paid for that or the recycling. Sweeping the floors, feeding the pets, picking up dog poop. No one ever picks that one, but you get the idea. For feeding pets, they have to do it every day. Dogs are twice a day, so our oldest feeds the dogs and our daughter feeds the cat. For the other choice jobs, they have all week. If someone chooses to clean the light switches, the walls, the door jams, or whatever, sometime during the week, they get paid on Sunday for all the chores done that week. However, they also have to have the room clean in order to get paid they're now pretty good about keeping their rooms clean. Well, my boys are. My daughter is still pretty messy, but we'll get her there. But it was a way of ensuring that that job, the room cleaning, was getting completed once a week. Now for homework. If this is still a struggle from time to time, and of course for any other parents who may be struggling with this or curious about how to deal with it in the future, getting kids to complete homework. Just like with jobs and activities, it's good to bring in independence and choices around homework to the degree possible, while still imposing the understanding that it needs to get done each day. Or in the case of my younger kids, theirs is all due at the end of the week, but my older one is due the next day. So we do need to impose these time limits when they're due. How do you bring in these choices and independence? Kids should get to choose when they want to do their homework. Some kids like to get it done first thing, Others like to eat and or unwind first. There's even nothing wrong with doing it after dinner if that works out in your family. The caveat is that if you try it for a few days and it doesn't work or they push back and now it's running into bedtime, that option gets taken away, or it runs into dinner time, that option gets taken away. You can also have your child choose which assignments he or she wants to do first, where he or she would like to sit, keeping in mind that it needs to be a good place for homework, well lit, quiet, and well-supplied with anything he or she needs. Now, I cover all these areas, including how to and at what ages to have your child take on responsibilities around homework in the class on homework on the website. But for this, um, that should be enough information to get you going on that. If things aren't working out in any of these areas, or if they're sort of working, like your child starts with one assignment after school and promises to do the rest before bed and doesn't get it done, or has chosen a couple jobs from a list to do, but by the end of the week they aren't getting done, or they aren't getting done consistently, or any other number of things that are not quite working as smoothly as you'd like, family meetings are a great way to have discussions and brainstorm and i also have a class on family meetings how to make them engaging and short keyword is short the meat of the meeting is about the issue and only discuss one or two issues at a time in one meeting otherwise it just gets too long and you're going to lose them talk about the issue you're having but keep it global and no blaming so you want to say something like Jobs aren't getting done by the end of the week. We really need more help with household tasks. What are some ideas we can try to make sure we get jobs completed? Now the more kids offer ideas, the more likely they are to buy in. So you wanna let your kids give some ideas. And if you give ideas, work around it so it seems like they're their ideas. So they give an idea and then you maybe add on to it or you kind of twist it a little bit and then when they buy into it, great idea and try that for the week and see how it goes. Now, as opposed to saying something like, you haven't gotten your chores completed for the last three weeks straight, or you only did one chore this week and none last week, you need to do better, what are you going to do? This will not be received nearly as well. So you can hear the difference on how you're going to get your kids more engaged and buy into the process of doing some brainstorming and problem solving around these areas that aren't quite working. Also, have the responsibility versus independence talk. I love this talk. I can't tell you how many times we've had it. Now, I don't do it all the time and I certainly don't beat it into my oldest child because he takes it seriously and he understands the concept and so we have this talk maybe once a month about a new topic. But it's such a great discussion and it really connects with kids' desire for independence. The talk is basically this message independence is earned when you show me you are responsible. So around whatever that is. When it comes to homework or chores, you might say, I want to let you choose when and how to do your homework or your chores. So if you show me, you can get them completed and completed well. And then you need to define what well means to you. You want to say something like, by well, I mean, clean clear handwriting sitting at a table with no tv or other background noise and then putting your homework in your backpack when it's complete or for the dishes like i've had to say with my kids well means they all need to be put away including the silverware and the silverware caddies need to be put back into the dishwasher i don't want to find clean dishes sitting on the counters or point out any areas that you have seen have been lacking in the job performance thus far or in the past so that they understand what you expect. And then explain that if they do this, then you won't need to ask or remind them to do it. You wanna say something like, show me you can do it on your own and I will stop bugging you. And actually, I would love to stop bugging you. Then, like I mentioned, if the agreed-upon arrangement really isn't working, remove it. If your child swears she'll get her homework done after dinner, then begs to do it in her room while lying in bed, then the answer is no. And if you don't finish it right now at the table, then you will not be allowed to wait until after dinner again for a very long time. Now, I've had the responsibility talk also around being home in time for dinner. This is the latest one we've had, I think a few weeks ago. A good friend from school lives just up the street, and my oldest and he have really rekindled this friendship, so he always wants to go over there. Well, one night, he didn't want to come back when I called him. He has this awesome phone watch that I love that I think I've mentioned before on the podcast, but he didn't want to come back for dinner when I called him. I told him he needed to be home in 15 minutes, or I wouldn't let him go the next time. Then later, we talked about how I allow him to be independent and go to his friend's house, but he has to be responsible and come home when I call him, or I won't allow him to go. We've also had that same understanding around answering the watch in the first place. He knows that if he does not answer that watch, that he loses his independence, that I can't let him go because that watch is the whole reason is so that I can reach him when I need him and have him come home. Now, of course, I have several classes on the site that add a lot to these topics. So if you wanna know more about chores and allowance and ways to implement these, there's a class on chores and allowance. Also the class on homework that I mentioned and handing off that responsibility through the ages and grades so that by the time kids are in late elementary and middle school, they are pretty much solely responsible for that homework process. Uh, There's a class on getting kids to listen, the class on power struggles. These all tie into this area of getting kids to listen and take responsibility and building internal motivation. Also, the class on self-esteem, there's two of them, up to five and then ages five and over, is also about how to build internal motivation. So you can check out any of those or any of the other 50 classes on the website at yourvillageonline.com if you want to know more. If you have a parenting question you'd like answered, you can send an email to podcast at yourvillageonline.com. Thanks for listening and see you next time.